If you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there are certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas, from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hired this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going to Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to MarcellaAlonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Get Schooled. Today my guest is Jocelyn Jane. Thank you so much for coming in and being on Get Schooled. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Well, I want to go back to the first time I met you. Do you remember that? I do remember that. It was uh, Exotica in Miami. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were going to say why not. Okay, continue. No. <laughs> It was actually. That's when you met. That's, I think that's when you re met Sarah, but yes, no, you're no, right. No, no, I no, met no, you I at Exotica. No, no, Exotica, Miami. Vanessa. Because you had your own booth, mm -hmm. and, you, and Vanessa didn't remember. Remember, she was like confused. Yeah. <laughs> I think I don't think she recognized me because I've lost a lot of weight since I last shot with her. Uh -huh. So I think that's what happened. I think she was like, oh my God. You're yeah. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, jo no, but I'm so used to uh, Vanessa sometimes forgetting stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. But sh I remember um, I was with, because I brought Sexy Vanessa. We went through the one in Miami. Yeah. And then I saw you again at Why Not when you were with Sip. Yeah. Yeah. And so I met you and then we, and then we saw each other again, Exotica, and we've, been yeah. around each other yes and, and i said hey can you be on my show <laughs> yeah and i said yes please Thank yes you. <laughs> good so i'm so glad to tell you um can you tell my audience your process of when you first got into sex work like your history like what were you doing before and then how did you exactly get into sex work okay so i guess i've kind of i'm 32 i've probably been in sex work for pro I'd say 10 years, more mm -hmm. or less. Um, I started on Backpage mm -hmm. and um, I had a few not great experiences. So I, um, I got sugar daddies in between when I stopped Backpage and decided to do porn. Mm -hmm. um, so it gave me a little bit of time to figure out what I wanted to do. And I had been an extra in a couple of pornos um, in 2015 and 2014. Because you lived down in Miami. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they they used me. They liked to use me a lot as an extra because I was good at remembering lines. Mm -hmm. And I I mean I look like the mm -hmm. slutty volleyball player next door. Like it just worked out. Mm -hmm. So they ended up hiring me a lot. And then um, how did you get involved with extra work in adult films? A friend of mine that I met on Tinder, uh -huh. uh, who is actually a lawyer now, shout out to Lee. I don't remember his last name. Uh -huh. um, it's not important. Uh, he knew a recruiter who, oh. um, 
he because I, I needed like extra money right so he and it was you know when you're an extra it's cash right um so he hooked me up with the recruiter that eventually um got me the gig with bang bros for black patrol oh okay so yeah. you started off first doing first you got on Backpage. were you escorting massage work or stripper what were you doing with Backpage? um i was escorting so you just placed your own ads yeah and it wasn't really a good experience because no there it's it's it was kind of like the wild wild west like i don't know if you i don't know if you have any experience with Backpage, mm -hmm. but um it like it was a lot of scammers, a lot of pimps, mm -hmm. you know, so it, it was definitely a huge learning experience. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, you know, porn really doing, doing the extra work and then, um, ending up doing the, the bang bro site, um, really like helped me immensely. Mm -hmm. Um, it helped me build followers and, for a long time um, after I got into porn, I actually didn't, um, I didn't see clients. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Mm, okay. So once you started getting like that mainstream, that. From yeah, the I waited, you know, I waited for a while um, and I didn't want to have to feel like I had to do it. I wanted to want to do it, mm. not to feel like, oh, I have to do this to pay, pay, pay bills or pay rent or whatever. Um, so, so yeah, so that's okay. kind of my natural progression. Oh, okay. Right. And then you, you, uh, you started down and how was your home life like growing up and everything? It was, um, my mom is a tough lady. Uh, -huh. uh, she's a great lady. She's very tough. Um, my dad, uh, traveled a lot for work. Um, my dad's a private banker. Uh, -huh. uh he speaks Spanish and Portuguese fluently. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so I have, I definitely have also a little bit of an advantage as far as like financial right. awareness and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I grew up in Florida, so you know, I'm a psychopath naturally. <laughs> <laughs> a psychopath. We all are. Everyone from right. Florida is a psychopath. It's right. true. Um, I I was really sporty growing up. I uh, I was I rollerbladed. I was kicked out of gymnastics when I was five because I was beating the shit out of this little girl named Courtney. And oh they, my! God. They actually this is kind of a funny story. So the gymnastics the gymnastics instructor was like, listen, Courtney and uh, Jocelyn like Courtney's just way smaller, so we're gonna keep her, and Jocelyn has to move on oh so yeah right body shaming starts very early in the 90s at five, at five <laughs> yeah. years old well i was already big like uh -huh. i'm i'm five nine i've been the same size since i was 10 or 11 wow i, I really haven't grown like maybe an inch or two but uh -huh. not I, you're just a tall woman yeah There's nothing wrong with that I'm a lot a, of some people are into yeah. that I'm just a big lady. Right. Well, so. not, you're not big. Like yeah, you're a, I'm tall. You're obese. You're, you're a tall, you've got long layer. That's attractive. You yeah. Know? But they Amazon. told you this. Yeah, when I was five. So then my mom was like, okay, well, we def definitely need to rebrand. Right. Um, so I played a lot of soccer. Uh, I did. I played roller hockey. Um, I rode horses. Um, and then I eventually um, did crew. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my oldest did crew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of work. Did, were they... Getting up at 6 a.m. It's tough. Yeah. No, that's a tough... I can do anything drunk. Like, oh. it, and rowing prepared me for that, so... Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, I remember they would go to... Uh, 
what do they call it? The, and then they would throw up. What's it called? The brigadas or something? Yeah. So, but also too, when we, when I was in high school, we used to do pieces. Like, so, um, you know, you would practice, practice, practice in the wintertime inside. Because right. I finished high school in New York, actually, in Westchester oh, County. Okay. Um, so we would we would row inside all year to condition during the winter. Oh. So sometimes we would have, like, you know, on a random Wednesday, we would have, like, a piece. So we would have to do a 5K. And you're basically sprinting a 5K. So your goal is to get, like, a two-minute 500 split, which is you're rowing 500 meters in two minutes, which is... Oh, my God. And these are which high is, schoolers. Yeah. My, I think my best 5K time was like a 205, 210. But it takes a, it takes a long time yeah, to get there. Yeah, the endurance. To, yeah, the, the endurance. conditioning. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it now because I don't do it. My oldest stopped the senior year of uh, high school because it was too much. It, yeah. And, it, and, and But it helped me get into college. It helped and me I, get into yeah, college. Yeah, and it, it, it taught me work ethic, for sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you did go to college. You yeah. You did go to a four-year center. Yes, I went to GW. Oh, okay. Okay. And then you... Where I learned my natural attraction to black men. That's oh, where I... Yeah. okay. So it's nicknamed the Chocolate City. What, what, what did you say GW is? GW is in D.C. Oh, oh, George. George Washington. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, um, that's where I was like, oh, shit. Oh. This is my city. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it here. Oh, okay. So yeah. you, you, you prefer to date black men and they love you too. Well, I've seen I, it. I've, I, yeah, I, listen, I've dated... I've dated all races. Right. I want to start off with that. I've dated right. white men. I've also dated men that are five feet. Like, it, right. I'm not, I don't discriminate based on right. people. But books. I've seen it at the last Exotica Chicago. A guy came to me and then he saw you and he went. Yeah, he was yeah. like, oh shit, it's the cop. And I was like, hey, yeah. what's up? Yeah, he recognized <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, he saw you the minute. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that was funny. That guy was actually really nice. He had really soft skin, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did yeah, you do yeah. i hope you're listening and watching yeah um but yeah uh it, it it's been a wild seven years like wow. um sometimes i tell my friends things and they're like i don't know who you are like because <laughs> your your life changed so you did the four years and yeah then you started in Florida, like after college, so you yeah, were just bored so, around after college. Yeah, so I um I wanted to go to graduate school, mm -hmm. um and I I took a few years off to study for the GRE and things like that, um but I didn't get in to the specific program that I wanted to get into, and my parents mm. were like, hey, like you yeah, need what? to move out of the house, like right. we don't like you. So, <laughs> so I was also a problem child, mm -hmm. um so they so that's when i started posting ads on Backpage so that i could mm. save up money to leave because you felt the pressure your parents like and a lot of millennials are now it's proven they're staying longer with family yeah and so you were just hey it's it's expensive yeah this generation and then that's when you decided to put your ad yeah to just to just supplement the income that i was making i was working at a grocery store at the time right, so i right. wasn't making a lot of money you right, know right um and i was working part-time because i was studying for the gre so right you're like oh let me just do that yeah yeah Makes i mean sense. you know i I've looked like this since I was 12. So like, I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. And mm -hmm. even before I technically 
got into adult work like I've you know in college like I definitely had like a lot of older men like take me out to dinners mm -hmm. and things like that so I definitely um it was basically like hey like right you're, well, you were given this blueprint you were, you we were, might as well just use it right right so that's and what you, I did with and it. it takes a certain someone to want to do to go into porn and I've talked about yeah, my to want to have sex with strangers yes right 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 <laughs> which I talk about you know my friend Ava Devine yes and I always I kind of like the, the 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 woman the myth the legend the yes. legend the legend um I kind of compare everybody towards her because I'm like she is the queen of porn in my eyes. I know I, you know it's <laughs> so funny I I was at an event with uh Sarah's security mm -hmm. dude uh shout out to Willie um and it was this it was a it was this big vase or something vase, like in the middle of the table uh -huh. i went to one of his uh family friends weddings and uh he he literally looked at that and he said ava would put half that thing in her asshole oh and yeah and i was yeah. like oh my god like i love her i want to meet her <laughs> she sounds like a legend she do, is a legend right you do have kind of that uh porn star quality that not too many, I, I know as, because I've been around a lot of them, you have that natural porn star, so a little bit of it. Do I? Yeah, yeah, what I see it? it. Well, no, like <laughs> I said, like, because I know Ava, that was a friend of, and I knew her before she did, the first yeah. time I met her, I was like, do you do porn? She's like, no, what do I, like, this is way before when we used to dance. Yeah. But it's it just takes a certain special somebody to be, that porn star to earn yes. to me that title not everybody and i'm kind of worried about the future with sex work with with the with the uh craziness of only fans and all that i see a lot of people getting in but i'm like this isn't gonna end up good everyone thinks they can do it yeah and they can't yeah, yeah. and you realize that as you go further along um when I first started, you know, I was on contract with Bang Bros, mm -hmm. and all the guys were new. And they were always like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to be a big porn star. Like, I'm on this major set. And I don't think I've seen any of those guys again in a video. Like, mm. you know, it's a lot harder. A lot it's, a, it's a lot harder than people think it is. Everybody's like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. Oh, right. Okay, then do it. Right. I'd like to see you try. Yeah. Thank you. And for a woman to stay in that certain position nonstop. Yeah. Like, women like, don't realize. Yeah, like, I, I travel with a yoga strap. Like, I'm usually on a leave. Like, you know, like, it's... You travel? What do you mean by you travel with a yoga to stretch? Us, yeah. To help me. Like, mm -hmm. before a scene, I need to stretch. And after a scene, I need to stretch as well. It's a lot of physical work on, like, it's very physically taxing on your body. Mm -hmm. Um... And a lot of girls are like, oh, well, I'm good at sex. And I'm like, yeah, but can you keep that position for 15 minutes straight with a bunch of directors and producers who want to go home staring at you mm -hmm. and, like, giving you the stink eye? Like, mm -hmm. can you handle it? Like, you know what I mean? Somebody eating a sandwich right there. Yeah, or a donut or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> staring at you. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's not, you know, it's not traditional. So... But I, I definitely, in the beginning of, of my career, I definitely was, like, very shy. Like, my first scene, I thought that they hated me and that I was going to go home and mm -hmm. that I was never going to shoot a porno again. And I didn't think, you know, it's funny because my name, Jocelyn Jane, I picked it. We Googled it. Nobody had my name. 
Um, but I didn't think I didn't think that seven years later I'd be here today, dressed um. in this outfit, talking to you. Uh, I mean, I knew I'd be a slot, but I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't think anything like was gonna happen. With yeah, I. I didn't think anything of it. I thought, oh, yeah. I thought, oh, yeah. I'll just get in and get out. And right. then it, uh, it, it kind of. I want to say when I went to Expos in 2018, that's when I realized that people knew who I was. Because mm. um, I remember going up to like a lot of people and saying, "Oh, hi, I'm Jocelyn," and they were like, "We know who you are. Like, mm. nice to meet you." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I didn't know people knew who I was, mm-hmm. especially in porn. Um, like, you know, I didn't think anybody was gonna watch. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Oh, like, okay. You were just like, oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, whatever. I was just throwing shit to, at the wall to see if it stuck at that right. point. Um, and then Black Patrol ended up being really successful. Um, and then I launched my own content, um, maybe like a year after I got into it officially. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's been and definitely you, what, a while. And when run. you say so you started doing your own content, where did, what year was that and where did you put it at? 2017, uh-huh. uh, May 19th was our launch. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, um... It was on many vids. Okay, so you started yeah. utilizing many vids as yeah. a content creator. Well, because before that, uh-huh. right, like, um, I think my contract for, for Black Patrol was till, like, May 1st. Mm-hmm. So my director and I, what we did was, is that while we were waiting, because Black Patrol was canceled very soon, mm. we were on contract to do 24 scenes in six months, so that's one scene a week. Mm-hmm. Um we shot maybe 19 altogether, mm-hmm. um, including the scenes that we did that weren't on contract. So they owed us like 10 scenes that were mm. promised from contract. And I called Colin, who was the producer at the time, and I said, um, my lawyer wants to speak to you. And he said, I'll have your money by Friday. And I said, thank you. Because mm-hmm. they were about to not. Yeah, well, because I was, but I was on contract, and so right. at that point, right? I, but I was brand new, so every, all the agents were trying to get me to sign with them, uh-huh. and everybody was trying, you know. So I was like, "Come on, like." Right, 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 right. You had give to give me on something. Yeah, yeah, right. So right, wow. Now, what do you have an agent now? As of today, no, I don't. Um, I I have my recruiter. Um, I don't even think she's in the business anymore. Um, but her name was Livia Martin. And then I was with OC with Sandra for, a, I want to say six months last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wasn't getting, uh, the roles that I wanted. So mm-hmm. I just, um, so how would you say working independently versus having an agent is? I prefer working independently because mm-hmm. I, I have more of that mindset right. and, I, I think that agents coddle and, you know, it's funny, Kiki Cloud's a good friend of mine mm-hmm. and I was actually in the room with her when Brian called her and asked her during um, Expos, uh, hey, can you do the scene? And Kiki said, yeah. And he said, well, okay, if you tell me yes, then you have to go. And I was like, why is that even... I know that it's his job to make sure that she gets there, right. but we're adults that's my point is we're all adults here and mm-hmm. we all know that we have a job and we all know that we have a call time. Right. And it's up to us to be responsible, you right. know? And 
agents do help, but for honestly, for me, like they all told me I was fat. So mm. and it, you're a thin. You're tall. I'm thin now, but right. I was chubbier when I started, and mm. I got really fit. Um, but then the rules just started coming. So it's not like, and also too, like when you shoot your own content, you have freedom to do whatever you want, to say whatever you want. Um, and it's yours. Yeah. And you own it and right. you own the rights to it. Um, which is way, I think way more empowering and than you know, shooting for a company, they right. own your image, they own your rights, you know, they own your name basically. Mm -hmm. So, so now with porn, you've done these scenes, but you're monetizing your brand. Now. Yeah. And that's, it's helping you. And absolutely. Then, right, right. Absolutely. And for you, it works to be independent. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I, you know, if I, I'm a woman of my word, I say that all the time, but mm -hmm. if I say I'm going to do something, I, I do it. You know, I'm not, I'm not flaky. I'm not, I'm not one of those types of people that, right. you know, and I, I understood when I, so Black Patrol was really good for me because it kind of, it was a, it was very, it was a very hard, very hard scenes, uh -huh. very hard sets, like ten to twelve hour days. They wow. were very rough, yeah, because the the guys were new. Oh, and it was so outside. They weren't working. The yeah, guys weren't working. yeah. So it was, and it was outside. Penises don't like heat, right? Um, so it, you know, it was a lot of like, and people ask like, oh, why? are you wearing condoms or why are the guys wearing condoms in some of the scenes? And I was like, they're wearing condoms because they couldn't stop nutting. Oh yeah. So they hired a lot of amateur. What is, well, because they wanted to look real. Oh, okay. They so yeah. And like to this day, not really anymore, but like three or four years ago, when I would reach out to um, other performers, they would, message my friends and be like hey like is this girl an actual cop or is she a porn star because i don't <laughs> yeah i mean it, that's how real it looked wow yeah and they were they were dudes that literally um my recruiter literally left um a series of business cards at like bodegas in like the hoods of fort lauderdale yeah oh my in like gosh. the shitty areas of so fort lauderdale she told me yeah, she told me that she just put them in bodegas and then just whoever called was on set and then but they tested them of they course. tested yeah. them yeah of yeah, course they of took course. them down to uh yeah you know. every everyone's tested like i someone asked me that but the like, guys don't realize the what it takes to really perform for these yeah movies. and i remember one of the scenes it was a we did a bmx scene mm -hmm. uh and um we had a lot of extras. There was it was like a whole crew of guys who brought their ATVs, and um, I remember like we we had already been dressed, and all the guys were outside on their ATVs, and I was super excited because I got to drive one. Mm -hmm. um, I love to do crazy shit like that. By the way, um, I am a psychopath. Remember, I'm mm -hmm. from Florida, so. Um, but I remember one of the guys was like, "Hey, if the guy doesn't work out, ah." I just want to fuck the white booty, the big white booty bitch. I'm like, oh me. Like, but yeah, um, it was it was a, it was a huge learning experience, and it it made me realize like this is a job, and right. you will be here on time, and you you will perform. And it was also like it was it was tough in a lot of ways, but it was also really nice because Maggie Green was with me the whole time, yeah. and she taught me a lot. Um, 
you know, I didn't know really anything. I didn't really research uh, porn before I got in. I didn't like look in like oh, Maggie of, Green. Yeah, that's she's the right person to. Yeah. Teach you so Maggie, like Maggie, was super helpful, super supportive. Love you, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's uh, I I definitely got lucky. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I'm definitely blessed. So what does it take for a perfect male um, performer? So people can understand because they don't guys. They you got to be in shape because you got to be able to be on set and be like, like it's physical. Like we're doing physical work. You have to mm-hmm. be in shape. Um, you also have to be able, you have to have stamina. Like you can't not immediately. Right. Um, so you got to have stamina and um, you've also got to be professional. And also too, if you don't perform well, um, don't fucking blame it on the girl. It's your fault. Yeah. It's not the girl's fault. Mm-hmm. Ever. Cause, oh, because the amateur guys would say. No, I, I've... Over the years, like, no guy would do it to me because... I've heard of stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah but um, I've had incidents where, you know, the, the guy couldn't perform and i'm like hey like i have a dinner reservation i don't but i need to go (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it's not yeah so overall men need to yeah because a lot of people you know how they email you yeah everybody help can you get me into porn i had a i had a guy who did that for years i probably still have the email chain i'll send it to you it's (laughs) comedic he's just talking to himself in the emails saying Fuck you, bitch. I want you to tell me how to get into porn. It's like, you can literally Google it. You can literally Google it. I know for a fact that um, Juan El Caballo, I don't know if he's still performing. Um, little guy, huge dick. Check him out. Um, he he did a whole podcast talking about how he got into it. Oh, um, wow. I know that performers have done that. Male performers right. have done that. Literally, you fucking email them. Yeah. Pictures of your penis and your body. I remember going into the Bang Bros office and uh, they had pictures of people's, like, guys' faces and their penises. It was like, mm. <laughs> it was like, you know, it was like the lineup. And I was like, oh, who are we picking today? You know? Yeah. So it's, you know, you're, you're, you're uh, sized down to, you know, your looks and what your dick looks like. And can it perform? Right, right. And guys don't seem to, they think that we can magically get them in and that's not the case. No. And also like your dick has to be for a company, like at least seven, probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are performers that have six inch penises, um, but most of them are like content creators. And, and, and another thing is they need to realize the overhead cost before they come in. Yeah. You got to pay for that test. And do it, is it every two weeks or what's the test? Every two weeks. Right. So the test now, because they have to swab twice, isn't it? What? How much is the current It's 205. 205. And then the guys are making how much per scene? 205 or 215. Don't uh-huh. quote me on that, but it's it's right. less than 220. Right. Um. But yeah, so, and then for scenes. They're getting how much? Okay, so when I started, the rate was like three or four hundred, uh-huh. but all of the rates that I've heard now are like at least five to six hundred for the guys. Yeah, for the guys. Yeah, and I do know like J Mac is a friend of mine, mm-hmm. um, and I know that his rate obviously because he is 
VJ Mac yeah, and is much higher. Yeah. yeah, he no, he is the best. There's yeah. not, <laughs> he is. When I got to work with J Mac, it was like a dream come true because I had known him for years mm -hmm. um, before I actually got to work with him. And I was like, oh my God, this is like. You knew him because of him being I, in the business? Yeah, or? I knew him from that. Um, but I've like been, I've like hung out with him um, at his house. Like I've gone to UFC fights. I've uh -huh. met all of his friends. Like he's, I mean, he's, you know, he's a family man and stuff like that. But like I've met his family and uh -huh. he's a really nice guy. But he's about his business. He is. Yeah. And like, that's what I, that's what I love about J-Mac. But he's also just a really nice guy. Like, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, but he like this is where guys need to. It isn't about just fucking whoever. It's yeah. a business. This is but how it's he also uh, and the other thing I want to add is being a good male porn star. Xander Corvus told me this on a set, and it was like very profound to me because it. I was like, that's amazing. Uh -huh. So he basically was like, "You girls are the art pieces, and we are the gallery." Yeah. So we have to make you look good. Like, but our job is to display you, to make you look your best, to make you look your sexiest. Like, we are here to show the art off. You are the main focus, not the dude. And I think a lot of performers, and I've definitely performed with some performers, like, it, they're just mad gimmicky. Like, flexing when they're fucking a girl. Stop, bro. No one wants yeah. to see that. I've even it's about seen the, the viral girl. people. One guy where he took a wig off. Oh yeah, King Nasir. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, he does that because he's just not a good performer, so he yeah. has to do other things uh, for shock value. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, why is he doing? Because you see him all over Twitter. Yeah. And um, now I haven't heard about him too. Well. Yeah. There was a rape allegation. That's why. Oh. Okay. I didn't know about that until I met him last year um during exotica miami i was at um a house uh a bunch of girls were there and he was like in the corner by himself and i was like fuck well i have i've had my own issue with him right um like he picked me up in the middle of the scene without my consent and then said i was heavy and i told him to go fuck himself oh, uh, no. <laughs> i will fight you yeah. um but uh yeah so i was like hey like let me just be nice and go over and talk to him because he he looked like a fish out of water right all the girls were like you know talking and he was just like in the corner so i asked him how he was and then he told me about this rape allegation and i was like oh shit i don't even i mean yeah. i keep up with some of it but i really can't keep up with all the drama right like, it right, is... right right you just need to know what where you're going to be safe and where you're not going to be safe yeah right and also too like I'm one of those performers, like, if you haven't fucked one of my friends, I probably won't want to fuck you, just because mm. I don't know how good right. you are. And, and you're, and like you said, this is about your business. When yeah. you got with that first company, it changed you. It, it made you, hey, yeah. this is a business. That you're, you are a product now. Right, right. And then now you see, you know, you don't look at J-Mac as a piece of meat. You look at him as... He's a, a friend. He's, he's a, a friend, but he's also a piece of meat. <laughs> He's also a piece of me. But you know what I'm saying? You have this yeah. professional. No, I've hung out with J Mac and not had sex with him. Yes, right, exactly. Right. Like, it's, I've it's, gone on a boat with him and not had sex with him. Yes. Right, I would right. consider it's, him it's, a friend. Right. Yeah. If you're not getting paid, you're not doing the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not going to, because that's the level he is yeah. of a porn star. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Versus there's been people in my DMs or creepy people, like a lot of these men. What's the creepiest DM you've ever gotten? 
Oh God, I've got you know we get so much. So I the I creepiest have, ones are when they see I've had guys DM me like my director's door and been like, hey, I've seen you walk into this door several times. Do you live here? And I'm like, oh my, oh my God. God, that's not a way to approach me, by the no. way. I had one guy though, now that you said of it, um, and I had to make it clear, cause like I do not do porn, nothing against it, I don't, but he hit me up with, oh, we need to be seen partners. And I said, hey, I don't collab with anybody. He goes, well, you need a boyfriend like me. We need to do, and I was like, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. Anytime like, they're like, you need a boyfriend like me, I'm like, okay, pimp, go have a good night. Yeah. Have like, a good night. Well, this guy I could tell was totally 100% square. Yeah. And he was just, he didn't, he didn't value me. He, and I've noticed this trend now with these new content creators, they think that they're going to date you. And they think that they're entering and they can come. There are a lot of dudes who fall in love with girls on porn sets. Yeah. I could talk about that shit all oh, day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I noticed. But in, in defense of that. Yeah. So I met Abella Danger years ago uh -huh. um, in 2017, actually. It was really cool. She was awesome. And one of the things she said to me. Now, Abella got in very early. She was 19 when she got in. 19 and a half, 20, something like uh -huh. that. But she said something very interesting to me, which I always like sometimes think when performers act like that is I fell in love with everyone I shot with when I first shot. That's what she told me. Wow. And Adriana Maya, who's also a good friend of mine, told me the same thing about Tony Rubino. Tony Rubino was her first scene partner and like they dated. Oh. Like she was like, yeah, I was in love with Tony. Right. Like, you know, so it's, it's definitely, um, and I think that if I had gone that route, if I had gotten in earlier, and if yeah, I had when shot with, your mind. when if I had, if I had shot with like more established porn stars, because like right. Tony has amazing dick, like, right. he's, and he's a great performer. He gives you a great scene, like, right. It you feel good about yourself when you get off set with Tony, and that's what makes Tony so great. That's oh. what makes J Max so great. Is like you're like, yo, I'm the baddest bitch right now. Like they make you feel like the baddest bitch in the room, right. and that's really what a male porn star is. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 But also hot and sexy. And right. But Adela, she admitted that when she was younger, she was Yeah, she said like that. She said she fell in love with everyone that she first shot with. Right. And I found that really interesting. And and um I could see how a young girl could fall. Yeah. Yeah. These are older men that think I need a boyfriend. Yeah. That's um, different. No, that's different. Yeah. 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 This is just creepy. Um, but my first scene ever, uh, Jay Banger mm -hmm. uh, followed me to my car. I was also like, I also um, was a little innocent and naive um, and followed me to my car. I was like, hey, like you can come to my house. He stayed there for three days. I had to kick him out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool now. I don't care anymore. But right. um, he, like, he wouldn't leave. And then he argued with, I think, his girlfriend at the time, uh, like, in my house. And I literally told him, like, hey, like, I'm not doing this. You're not holding me hostage in my house. Like, you have to leave. Um, but he did the same thing when I met a uh, Luna Star. Mm -hmm. Um, he fell in love with her. He tried to like follow her back to her. Oh, yeah, he he, he like waited. He yeah. We we called him tender. We actually this is fucked up, but whatever. So we called him Tender D on set because he fell in love with every girl he shot with. Oh, <laughs> whatever. So he's trying to yeah like 
Yeah, and then he's he's trying to reach out to me over the years, and I'm just like, no, bro, like, nah, yeah, right. like, and it 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 just kind of put like I don't know, it just made me feel like weird, like he, you know, that was a boundary that I should have had, right, right, um, but also too like he had been doing porn for a little bit, so I think he saw an opportunity and was like, fuck it, and took it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I mean, I fell in love with someone for three days, I guess. But by the third day, I was pissed and I wanted him to You were down. like, hey, get out. Yeah, like, get out. Plus also, though... Um, also, I need to be fucked. Like, if you're going to be in my house eating my food, like, uh, smoking my weed, like, I need dick at least twice a day. But I can say this for all the years of being a sex worker. There is guys out there that will prey upon a sex worker because they know we're kind of lonely and they're trying to manipulate, they're trying to just get a free ride and a free place Yeah, just because we're alone or single doesn't mean that we're lonely. Right, right. And they seem to think, they, they, I've come across, whether you're a dancer, escort, wherever. Yeah. There's, there tends to be, you know. Pimps too. Right. Well, not just pimps, but got uh, like dusty, what's this, scrubs? <laughs> Yeah. Scrubs like that. And they, they prey upon because sex work can get lonely. Yeah. Yeah. It can. Because it can alienate you. It from- does get very isolating. Like Sarah and I talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year, like I got really depressed because I was traveling a lot to LA and Vegas. And I just felt like really alone and lonely. And um, Sarah and I hung out one day and I told her how I felt. And she was like, you know, you can always text me. Like, even if we're not in the same city. Yeah. Like, just check up on me or, like, see how my day's going or, you know, like, the other day, like, I texted her and I said, I just want to let you know, like, you're one of the best friends I've ever had and I love you to death and I'm so happy that you're in my life. Like, little things like that, like, really make a difference. I think, you know, Lisa and Lisa Ann and I actually talked about this last night. I think that more porn stars, more sex workers need to reach out to each other and use each other, not necessarily use each other, but... We Just need like a support you, system. Okay? Yeah, we okay need a support system. On? Yeah, like, because no one understands our lives better than we do. Right. Like, it's, you know, it, it can be a very isolating thing. Right. Because the whole world knows you, but they only know one version of you. It's it's this tiny little sliver of you that only right. lasted 30 minutes. There's like, there's so much more to me as a human being right. than what you see on, on film. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can be, it, you know, a lot of times like Sarah told me and I, I didn't feel it for a really long time. And we're time. talking about Sarah J. Sarah J. Love yes. you. <laughs> um, yeah. And she's the only Sarah in my life. And so I always say Sarah and everybody's <laughs> like, what Sarah? And I'm like, the Sarah. Uh, but, um, what was I talking about? About how we do as sex workers, we need, we kind of need each other. Yeah. To okay. just check on each other. So, it doesn't need to be. Yeah. So yeah. she told me, she was like, listen, like, cause, cause I was, I, I, you know, I've been friends with her for a very long time, mm-hmm. five, six years. And, you know, I would ask her like, Hey, like what happens when you want to go out? But like, you just don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, she said, you know, if I want to go out badly enough, I deal with it. Mm. if i don't want to go she gets recognized yeah she gets recognized big time a lot um and she's very humble yeah yeah she's very humble but like when you go out with sarah like you better wear makeup because nine times out of ten well 
you're, you're taking a picture. Like, it's just like, you've got to look good. You've got to look good because you're with Sarah J. It's right. just, it's just a standard. Like, it's right. just a fact, you know, she's such an icon that yeah. it's, it's a lot. Like when I first became friends with her, um, I was super intimidated by her. Like, mm-hmm actually kind of scared of her a little bit um well, her really? yeah um like she's very outspoken and very opinionated mm-hmm. um and you know that can be intimidating um but she's she's an amazing person um but she, we you know she talked about the aspect of being literally feeling like you're in a fishbowl mm. and i've definitely felt that way yeah. um it's happened to me a couple times. I don't really get recognized a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't really come up to me, but people DM me, email me. Right. Um, the, I've had uh, guys on Twitter be like, hey, I saw you at the gym today. Like I posted mm-hmm. And that can be creepy and, and feel yeah. unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. I had to change gyms after that because oh, it, wow. it was bad. Yeah. Because my trainer and I would go... This was during COVID that I got like really into shape and we used to go into the LA fitness uh, in Miami and he would make me run suicides. Oh. So I would run suicides on the basketball court and I mean, the titties were tittying, you know? Right, right. So it was a lot, there was a lot going on. Right. Um, so very shortly thereafter like i had to switch gyms because it was mm-hmm. a lot and then that starts feeling unsafe yeah it's just like dude my face is up here like what do you want you know like it's just we we, we want to live too right right you know right. we want to not be bothered be able to go different places and not yeah. be bothered yeah right. right so and not get any creepy emails or people thinking stuff. Yeah. Or, yeah. But honestly, like with Sarah now, like a lot of times, like we'll go out, we'll go to lunch and then we'll usually just go home and chill at her place. Like, mm-hmm. well, cause she has a dog too and the dog's right. great. Um, but you know, it's, yeah, definitely had some incidents where I didn't go outside for a while after that because I just felt weird. They get creepy. Yeah, I was at this, this was years ago. Um, this was like 2019, I wanna say. So uh-huh. I had a friend who was an MC and he would, uh, he would host these events. Like he would go to space mm-hmm. Um, and he would go to like random bars in Brickell and he would MC and he would have like a little table for girls, um, and a bottle. And we would, I would go at like midnight and then his, he would usually play till three. Well, one night and this, and this also like, this was also a teaching moment as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went to this place called Brick, um, and I went in this really cute dress in seven inch pleasers. Mm. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea, but it definitely wasn't. Um, (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. Uh Um, it's that area of... Uh, Brickle at the time, I don't know anymore, was cobblestone. Uh-huh. So that was silly of me um, in hindsight. And uh, what happened was is that I went, um, I went to the place. Uh, one of the security dudes told one of his friends, yo, do you know who that is? 
<sighs> and what had happened was that when my friend was emceeing that night, he shouted me out and said, Jocelyn Jane, like, check her out on Pornhub. Well, what happened was, and he had left me, so him and his whole crew left. Uh-huh. And he left me with um, the security dude at Brick. But a guy had offered me a drink outside of the VIP section when I was just, like, partying with my friend, right? And so, and he, like, he was like, hey, like, can I get you a drink? I was like, no, like, I have one. Thank you. And then he came up to me when I was waiting for my Uber, sitting with the security dude, and he starts screaming, like, at the top of his lungs. And he was probably drunk and excited or whatever, but... He was like, hey, I heard you're a porn star. What's your booking info? What's your booking info? And I'm oh like, my I was like, I got to go. I was like, I diffuse the situation very well. I'm really good at doing that. I was like, hey, um, here's my Twitter. I'm going to give you my Twitter and then I'm going to DM you. And I just blocked him. But it was that made me realize like people know who you are bitch mm. like you need to you need to be a little bit safer and a little bit less reckless when you go out because people do know who you are mm. um also my best friend i lied to him for the first year that i was in porn mm-hmm. um and i was basically outed to him by a bartender mm-hmm. uh i was at a bar with him and his baby mama and his baby mama wanted to go pay and i didn't even drink anything um and the guy was like how do you know that guy and that girl and she was like that's my baby daddy and that's like his best friend we i I mean i went to middle school with him right um and he goes that's a porn star Mm. and the next day she told him and he called me and he said something really creepy happened i think someone thinks you're a porn star and i said I am. (laughs) I guess, yeah. Oh, that was awkward. Yeah, no, he honestly, like, it, you know, it, it, it was a, it was also a really teachable moment for me because he was like, Jay, like, I've known you for so long. Like, you didn't think, you didn't trust me with this information. I was like, no, it's not that I didn't trust you. It's that most people's opinions of you when you tell them that you do sex work changes right like i've had over the years like i've had i had a nail tech for eight years that had no idea that i did porn like a lot of people in my life like um you know like uh my golf instructor she doesn't know like because they don't it's not you know not not everybody needs to know right yeah right um but i also too like if someone comes up to me um and says like hey do i know you from somewhere i'm like oh yeah like i do podcasts but i'm gonna make you say it i'm gonna make you be like i watched you last night right like i'm just that type of person like if you're gonna come up to me and talk to me like just admit that you know who i am you know like it'll be a lot less awkward yeah now the people that you were friends with and you grew up with have you been slowly losing any friends or anything like that no um oh so a lot of the dudes that I was hooking up with uh-huh. before I got into porn, like <laughs> I blocked all of them. Right. And I started a clean, fresh slate. Um, Cause a lot of them were super immature about it. Mm-hmm. And um, they were kind of like assholes about it. Like, oh, like, you know, you fucked this dude, but like, you won't fuck me. I was like, I got paid to do that. That's the difference. Right, right, right. They you don't know? understand that it's a business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
it it was a lot of that, like a lot of growth. But my 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 good friends that like I love, they they've stuck by they've me. They've stuck by yeah, me. because oh, that's I've, good to hear. Because I've never changed. Yes, really I'm Jocelyn change. Jane, but I've never changed. Like I'm not one of those people like who goes to a bar and I'm like, ha, oh, I need like the best table you right, have. Right, like I, right, I'm right. not. I'm you, I wasn't raised that way. Yeah, right. I'm just you know I'm happy to be here. Right. Like, you know, you're just trying to survive and be treated normal yeah. when you go out in public. You know, like when I go to Hilton and I check in and they give me that warm cookie, like that is the best part of my day. Like, right. you know, I'm just I'm a normal human who happens to have a cool job. Right. Right. And nobody needs to like and then stalk you or harass you about it. Yeah. How has your family um, been with all of this? Um, they, they don't really ask questions. Oh, they don't ask questions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But they good. know, but they know, yeah. but they're, they know okay. now. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I actually, um, you know, my brother lives in Brooklyn. Uh, mm -hmm. so today we went to the edge. Oh, okay. Which is, which was so cool. Have you been there yet? Yeah. Yeah. I've been to this nice. It was so oh, cool. So your brother actually lives in New York. So yeah, he lives in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that he was over here. They're moving to They're Indiana mo soon because oh. it's because it, you know it's hard to raise a baby in the right. city. Right. Oh, so you have a nephew too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's adorable. Uh huh. Um. Yes. No. Living in New York, it, I could see why somebody would want to move somewhere where it's more suburbs. Because, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you live in Brooklyn. Well, and her her family, you know, my sister in law's family is from Indiana, so mm -hmm. she has a bigger support right team there. Um, but yeah, my dad is like obsessed with that little baby. He is <laughs> so good. At least you are. T some people don't have family to go yeah. to, but you have family. Yeah. You're blessed enough, but they, it's just yeah. not something they talk about. Yeah. Because we don't need to talk about it, but like right. we, there have Healthy been, boundary there, yeah, but yeah. we, there have been incidences oh. where I haven't, I haven't had anything where it was bad. Like someone came up to me and said, Hey, I'm a huge fan, blah, blah, blah. My right. parents were like, what are you talking about? Um, I was at this restaurant called Mame actually. Uh -huh. And, uh, it was for my birthday a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And my birthday is June 29th. Uh -huh. So, um, cancer gang. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I was away. Um, and so sometimes I end up celebrating my birthday, like around July 4th. Right. If people can like, so we just kind of join right, it yeah right, like right. it's a joint thing right um so i went to dinner with them on july 3rd and the next day i get a text message from my assistant and she's like hey were you at mma on this day and what happened was is that all this food started coming out to the table that we didn't order and uh -huh. when the first order came i was like oh it's a mistake right when the second order came i was like someone in the kitchen knows who we are because when i what? first met sarah when i first met sarah she was like kind of giving me the rundown of like you know you're a porn star now your life is going to change blah 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 uh -huh. and she told me she was like listen we're very popular in kitchens really yes that's actually a fact um and security dudes usually know who we are mm -hmm. which so um when the second play came, I was like, fuck, what Sarah said is happening right now as we and eat dinner. And you were with your parents? Yeah. And, and was it off the bill? Like, did they write a- No, it was free. Like, all this free stuff started coming to the and table. And what did your family say? They were like, oh, wow. 
Like, and I was like, um, my mom was like, we didn't order that. And they were like, no, 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 we, we, um, we, like, they, the, the server made up some excuse. Like, oh, um, I put it on the wrong table, but like, we can't take it away now. So oh. I think one of the chefs in the back. What, what, what was it they were bringing? <laughs> like, uh, appetizers, like oh, hors d'oeuvres. Okay. Um, I think Crab we legs. got, I think we got like a free round of drinks, <laughs> like. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So it definitely, like, sometimes it's cool, but sometimes it's scary. You right, know what I mean? right, But, right. you know, I'm the type of person where I'm I'm smart enough, I'm quick enough on my feet. I can usually get out of any situation that I mm-hmm. get myself into. Right, right, right. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm so glad you brought up about the security issue because I've never had that brought up on this yeah, podcast so before. It, it's... It's actually a good thing. It's actually an asset to us because security dudes look out for us when we're in places. Oh, okay. So if you go to a night club, Yeah, like I was at Bounce the other day mm-hmm. and... And that's in Miami? Or? No, Bounce is in, in New York. It's a okay. sports bar in New York. Okay. Um, I was watching uh, the first playoff game, the Heat Nuggets. Uh-huh. Um, go Heat. But the Nuggets are fucking huge and I don't know how we're going to get through this series, but that's another story for another day. Right. So um, I went to Bounce with a friend of mine. You know, the way that Bounce works, it's a sports bar, but you get, like, it's like a lounge sports bar. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, tables, like, you know, like, um, booths and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's literally just, like, a bunch of guys in booths who have bought these booths, right? And then girls in, like, skimpy little dresses mm-hmm. and heels trying to get a guy to invite them to the booth. It's, like, the most... It's such an interesting thing. I love people watching. It's so interesting mm. to sit there. But I was walking um, to the bathroom at one point, and I mumbled something like that security overheard me say. I was like, yo, someone hacked my playlist from like 2005. Because it was like all like Lil Wayne's hits. Mm-hmm. And he whispered, he was like, big fan. And I was like, oh, like a lot of them too. Like they don't say anything, but you just know. That oh, they but know. they just keep an eye. Yeah. I mean, okay. like, yeah. Like Lisa and Lisa told me, Lisa and I were talking about this the other night. She was like, I can tell when someone recognizes me. Like, oh. no, I can tell by the look in their eye. Oh. And you definitely can. Like sometimes like someone's just approaching you because right, you're, right. you know, a woman with titties and a butt but um sometimes it you can tell like Mm. i've had i've been in at events where um i've had people like mouth to me like i love you i'm in love with you and i'm like oh how did you meet now sarah j because we didn't cover that okay so um back in 2018 she used to do she used to host these porn gettys and maggie um invited me Mm -hmm. and Willie, who is Sarah Security, was like, holy shit, that's the cop. That's the other cop. Oh, he knew who you were. Yeah, he was a fan. Uh-huh. Willie was a fan. <laughs> Willie. Yeah. So he um, he comes over to me and starts talking to me. He was like, listen, I thought you were going to be a bitch. Mm-hmm. And Willie is like one of my closest friends to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk all the time. Uh, he gives me pep talks. Um, he's a great guy, but he, he was really the one who got me acclimated to the group and like, you know, I would go out with Sarah and Sarah will even say, even said this to my face recently. She was like, you know, when you first started coming around, I really wasn't sure about you. I really didn't know. And the reason why is because we have to be guarded at all times. Yes. Yeah. 
And I knew that about Sarah. Like when I first met her, I was like, um, hey, like, do you mind if I take a picture with you? Like uh-huh. it was, I was very respectful because I knew like, I, I mean, the the way that and she gets do, recognized is just insane. Use... It's 10, 12 times a day. Right. Like it's just a lot. So it's like, yo, this poor woman is like right. constantly taking pictures of people and right. constantly like, uh, doing things for other people like yeah. i feel you know like i felt i felt for her right. you know um and then over the years our friendship just grew right um and i i became also really good friends with uh dom who is sarah one of sarah j's directors okay um and he was really the one who, we became friends first and then he he was kind of like hey like can jocelyn come and sarah mm-hmm. was like okay but like you're responsible for her oh, if she fucks okay. up and uh-huh. so and that's kind of how i got right. in the group yeah. right no i've noticed though people do you now i feel like since COVID happened i do see a lot of people use other people for clout yeah and it gets which ugly. i never did with sarah and uh-huh. i never like i have pictures of sarah with me and sarah together in my phone that I've never posted on the internet. Yeah. I don't necessarily need to post like when I'm with Lisa, like I enjoy Lisa's company. I don't need to post that I'm with her and right. tag that I'm with her. Like that's gimmicky, dude. Right. No one likes that. Right. You know? Right. So it's just like, you know, it, some things happen naturally and some things don't, but you can't force shit, you know? No, that's, no, no. Yeah. You can't force shit and force relationships or, yeah. um, and, and I've noticed where people want to work with certain people because of the... I don't go by numbers. I go by more vibes. Yeah. And then what can, uh, you know, people talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been around people that have big social medias and they're like cuts. Yeah. They're, you know, you're like, get me away from this person. Yeah. There are yeah. definitely like some fake girls in the industry. Like, right. Um, you know, like you don't need a name. You don't need a no, name. No, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. Um, but, but we know who. Yeah, like Sarah. But that's what makes like Sarah so unique is that yeah. she's so real and so raw, and she's such a good person. Yeah. Like she's such an amazing person. Like the first year that I was friends with her, um, we like she was like, "Hey, what do you want to do for your birthday?" And I had oh. never had a friend that did that. Like yeah. I had never had a friend who was like, "Hey," like I was like, "That was what my mom used to do." Like, right. You know? Well, you you know it in the strip club game. Um, when I first started dancing and I think on an earlier podcast, I felt like so united with other girls when I was a stripper, we would go to baby showers or yeah. birthday party. You know, I kind of missed that. No. And that co- I feel, and I feel like the difference between that is because I don't know why, but there seems to be this competitiveness, competitiveness, but also this like, you know, I think also, too, like, we're in our heads a lot. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but also, too, like, you know, I've had girls backstab me. And I've had girls, like, say shit behind my back that right. I thought were friends of mine. Or I've had girls, um, you know, backstab me. So, right. definitely you have to be cautious. But, like, you know, I've reached out to a lot of girls over the years. And I'm like, hey, like, I'd like to shoot with you. But also, too, like, if you just want to talk about, like... Yeah. Anything. Right. You know? I right. said that to Kazumi when I first met her. Mm-hmm. I like, I did, I wasn't like, hey, let's take a picture because everybody does that. Right. With her. Right. But like, nobody's down in human. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, hey, and, and, you know, she was in, she was at Exotica. She just seemed really anxious. I was like, hey, like, if you ever want to talk about 
Because I asked her, like, do you get recognized? And she said, yeah. And she, I know that Kazumi does a lot of stuff alone. Yeah. And um, I, my heart just went out to her. Like, I was like, you know, because I do stuff alone, too. Like, fuck, I went to Lovers and Friends by myself. I don't give a fuck. Right. If my friends aren't going, I'm not going to wait for you to say you're going right, to go. Right, I'm right. booking that flight already. Oh, you're going. Yeah. I'm yeah. one of those people, like, I'm you're doing You're going to go live yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was like, yeah, like sometimes it gets scary because she is so personal and she's so like sweet to her fans. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, I said, listen, if you ever want to talk about like being a public person and being a public figure, right? call me, text me, like yeah. we can talk no, about stress, it, you know? Because yeah. Because it's a lot. Because go. it's a lot. And right. a lot of people don't understand it. Like, mm -hmm. Um, and also too, a lot of people don't have compassion. Like, oh, you, you're a crybaby. I mean, isn't this what you wanted? And it's like, yes. But there's stress. But also too, like, I want privacy and right. I, I, I deserve privacy, you know? Right. So it's, there's definitely a balancing act. That no, we do. yeah, yeah, it's a totally. So thank you so much, Jocelyn. Can you please let all my followers know? I like your, I love your nails, by the way. I show them off to the camera. <laughs> They're so cute. Yeah, I always wear these type like that, and they glow in the dark. I don't do those because I finger too many girls. But. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because I grab balls. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, let uh, my listeners know where they can find you, all your social medias, your correct social medias, <laughs> because we go through this problem over and over again where people are like catfishing us, but let them know where they can find you. Yeah. Okay. So my Instagram is XO Joss Jane. That's XO J O S J A N E. My Twitter is at triple X Jocelyn. My OnlyFans is onlyfans.com forward slash Jocelyn Jane. And my many vids is officerjane.manyvids.com. And my name is Marcella Alonzo. You can follow me on my IG. It's Marcella Sobella, along with my Facebook, along with my YouTube. And um, also, you can go to MarcellaSobella.com. Thank you so much for appearing on Get School. Of course. And I just want to clarify for everyone. My name is spelled J-O-S-L-Y-N.